Message. Man, if you don't sit out. Now, 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 now. like this crazy lunatic, right? Not knowing that he was a preacher, well-educated, you know, and things of that nature. So it's about the information that we're processing even at a young age, right? And other groups are looking at it to where it, the only thing you really see in most of those books, and particularly when you're talking about history, is slave trade and civil rights, yep. right? You have Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, and then you have slaves just went through yeah. this little period of time, blah, 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 blah. You got Frederick Douglass, right, and Abraham Lincoln, right? So to, to, to sort of go back to that point, you're absolutely right. It's about the educational aspect, and unfortunately that educational aspect is cyclical because many of the things that their parents learn, they, they're passing down to their students. So they're not, so unfortunately, too many of us don't go above and beyond to find out other information about who we are and, you know, things that we're relying on American educational system to teach us properly. And unfortunately, that does not happen. You know, and, and going back to a point that you made, so not only are individuals learning that blacks are docile, right? And that they, they were taken over and, and they did the slave trade and all this little mess, right? And, and, and even the Texas book, Texas books now are, um, being changed to, uh, Sort of look. I think I think it's like this idea to where slavery wasn't as bad as it seems type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. So double check my point on that because um, I don't have the factual information, but I, I believe I read something like that. Um, but you're looking at all this stuff, and then not only that, you're looking at media, and what is the major thing that is reported or illustrated through media that blacks are violent, mm-hmm. right? That blacks are you are untrustworthy, mm-hmm. that they're lazy, that they're welfare, and all these different things, right? So. When you're talking about these cops going into these situations having fear, it's being supported by a white supremacist institution that creates that fear. When in really, in reality, the cop more than likely has more um, um, uh, comparisons or more like uh, in, in line with the black people or communities that they're working with because they don't make much money, mm-hmm. right? But but just like indentured servants, it's the same system that's been going on. Indentured servants, slaves, right? In order to make the indentured service, the, the, the top percent were fearful that the indentured service and the slaves were going to overthrow them. Mm-hmm. So what, so what is done? Let's, let's make sure that it, make sure that that does, that does not happen. So we'll, we'll, the indentured service, you can come home a little bit after nine. We'll make sure the slaves come back by eight, you know, right? We won't beat you in public. We'll beat them in public, right? So now it gets to this thing to where the separation of power. And even though the indentured servants don't have much power, they're white and at least they're not them. They can point to something else, right? And so that same mentality has been going on since the slavery and, and, and the creation of America and all that stuff has even started since 1619. And now cops don't have much power, but the only, the best way to exemplify or exert their power is by picking on somebody that's less than them. I'm not them. So, and, and, and this comes from white cops, black cops, or whomever else, mm-hmm. right? That's true. So what do you think about it, Dan? So, <laughs> my mind literally goes on place i remember you, you just asked us about the question change and so i look at it from both both perspectives like okay there's what does change look like in a positive aspect but what is change changes occurring right now in a negative aspect you get what i'm saying where there there's so much change occurring that you know it's it's going over some people's heads because it's not necessarily directly affecting them it's so indirect it's like all right well you know Y'all can change how y'all want to, but I'm good over here. Me and my family are fine, so we don't want any change. You know what I mean? And then there's some people who's like, it's affecting us every single day, so we need to make a, a, a positive change. But then, you know, uh, what well, one person's positive change could be 
perceived to another person as a negative change. So then they're going to make change again. So it's like, do we actually want change? And if we want change, then what are we being specific enough to say what it is that we want to change and what action we're going to do behind it? Um, and this, the things that got me kind of thinking about this is when I went to the uh, protests in Atlanta um, on Friday, um, as I, you know, was there and kind of went back home and observed, it was like four different types of people. You had the people who wanted to be a part because they wanted to do a little bit more than just repost a picture or put up a Martin Luther King quote and, you know, do that. They wanted to take action. So they were going to go protest and be a part of history. That's fine. Then you had the second person who was out there who wanted to show everybody that they were at the protest. So they wanted to put it on Snapchat. They wanted to record everything. They wanted to put it on Instagram and say, hey, look where I'm at. Then you got the third person who is just completely angry. I don't say angry, but they're just like frustrated with the situation. So they're screaming at everybody, trying to get their message across, but nobody's really hearing them because you're you're straight just screaming at me. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth person is going to be uh, the individual who's just there. They just... I'm just, I'm just here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I guess this is the right thing to do. And there's, and I saw that there was an absence in leadership, you know, um, just kind of looking back at our history when, when people who kind of led those type of movements, they did their research saying, Hey, we're going to need at least 200 people to come out so we can march to this, you know, this specific area. We need 200 signatures and we're going to show them that we're serious about this and we're going to prove, you know, provide the proper documentation. This is the action that we're taking in addition to showing what we're doing. Whereas when we were out there on Friday, we were all just there. We got to our destination and we just sat down like, all right, do we say a chant? Okay, this is our chant. Mm -hmm. All right, let me pull out my phone and show you that we're still chanting. Mm -hmm. And then it's like we just sit there, and then you know people want the Crips and the Bloods to mm -hmm. take a picture, and that's that's cool because they they came together, so we got to come together as a community. But all they saying is we got to stop killing each other. Yeah, that's not that's not even really why we're yeah. here. That's not even really why we're here. You know what I mean? So I don't have the proper uh, solution, so I don't really speak on it. But you know. I am going to take the time to observe and not just be a part or just exist. You know what I mean? And it's important for us to have these conversations so that we can observe these situations and figure out what it is that you can do individually and then possibly collaboratively with people in your community to make that change or make that, that call to action. Because it's, you know, for the most part, it makes the news that we're out here and we're protesting and we're upset. But at the end of the day, they're just like, all right. So, um, really good points, and thank you for everybody that, that shared their ideas about change. One of the ideas that the sheriff from um, Dallas um, spoke on, I believe, yesterday, um, was this idea that instead of picketing and rioting and being on the front line, we're hiring. Why don't you come and apply? You could become a cop, and you could be in the communities that you serve. Yeah. Right? What are your ideas about that? I, I saw different things, and I saw some people praising that notion, and then some were like, "You're missing the point." Right. So, um, what are your thoughts about mm. that topic? You know, first thing I think about, and, and it's sad to say, but it's our communities. People aren't going to want to do it because they don't make no money. Mm. The change is, is, is big when, you know, it's affecting my community and it's on TV. But at the end of the day, I got to eat. So I'm not going to do it. I, I'm not, I can't, you know, the, t the, the school system. 
it needs help. Teachers, they're always looking for teachers. But how much they make, that's the first question they want to know. It's not the change that they can make, but it's how much do I make? I feel, I feel like to add on to that, a lot of people, not even just African Americans, but a lot of people say, okay, he's saying, come work for us. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get in these communities, become an officer. A lot of people have this notion that F the police, F twelve. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. that, and that sense. So it's like yeah. they don't want to be a part of that. I'm not going to be no police. I'm not. I'm not a police type nigga, or I'm not a police per type of person. So I feel like just that off off the strength, a lot of people won't even attend to that. But I feel like that. I don't know. I feel like it's that's that's a fifty fifty. I have fifty fifty feelings about that. Like I feel like. It's, in a sense, it's a cop out as well as maybe he, maybe he, the, the, was it the sheriff you said? Yeah, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Cop out. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. That's the, uh, that's the rapper coming in. But no, um, I feel like that's just like a, I don't know, I feel like maybe it is a cop out, maybe in a sense where it's just like, come work, like, were you promoting, uh, to, to, to get officers to help these communities before then, before all this, this, Chaos came to you guys, or, or is this just something new you're trying to do? To this is sar- sarcasm. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You're That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. like, it's like, a, I feel like it's, yeah. it's a 50 50 sense. Like, I think it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be in. in what, and, and, what, what, and his idea was stop picking and stop riding. Just come to work. So right. Does, it is. I can see where you're coming from, like this whole dismissive sort of aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and perhaps it was not sincere. Only, I don't. I don't know. I'm not questioning. My only problem with that is like I do have a friend. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He made a Facebook post and saying that he wanted to become a police officer. To, you know what I'm saying? To be a part of the, the solution. Training. But the thing is, when you become a police officer, you're kind of trained. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're figured to act a certain way. So it's like even if you do become a police officer, once you go through your training and go through all these different aspects, you know what I'm saying? Maybe your mindset. You know what I'm saying? Your mindset may change. You know what I mean? They might. Configure your mind and think, mm-hmm. all right, in this situation, this is the way you're supposed to act. Because it's not even the white cops, you know what I'm saying? I see the black cops, brutal be and black cops. They be well, they you know what I mean? So that goes back to what you were talking about earlier. Who teaches us these things when we're, when we're like in elementary school? What textbooks are we learning from? Right. And on top, and on top of piggybacking on what Ramirez just said, he has a friend that, that said, hey, okay, I, w- I want to be a cop to make a change. My question to that is, will your higher ups let you make that change? Would they even get you? Would they even give you that? Give you that that breathing space? If they see that you want to make some type of change, would they even give you that room to even try to do so? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the one cop. What is the what is the cop name that um Norman? Norman. Yeah, I like what he's doing, but I feel like he probably he probably's already up here, so he he probably got to say something whatever he want to do anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. Can't nobody tell him what he what he can do. Right. But if I'm a new cop coming in and I already have this mindset, like all right, you know what? I'm from St. Louis. I'm gonna become a cop in St. Louis, and I'm gonna I'm go back to my hood. Man, and sit down. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, that's that. That comes with just the the um who who we are. I don't say who who's been ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, I've been here. Yeah, I've been here. This I work for this. So you ain't gonna come in here and change nothing. Yeah, think right. you are. And that comes in all aspects of of, of life, in a sense, of any industry, whether it's you know you working at a job at Chick Fil A mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you. Just whatever. It's it's always that mentality that has been ingrained in us for a long time. And um, 
I, I can, you know, I can see it even being back to, you know, like slavery days where, say, if you had a new slave who just ran away, who got sold to another master, he's like, listen, man, I ran away about two months ago. I know how to get away. Let's do it. Man, if you don't sit down, yeah. I've been here. We Everything over here is copacetic. Don't come right. over here. Yeah, right, 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 right. Chill out. And, also, and uh, you, no, go ahead. I'm like, so what do you do? <laughs> I mean, also, like, do when people go, you know, and try these police officers, I think, do they really completely understand how much power they have? Because, for instance, as somebody in the armed forces, they'll go into training for, I know it's a pretty long, extensive um, training, but mm-hmm. somebody that's going into the police force, and probably, I know like five people who are, who are in the military, and their mentality is, like, I'm, I'm really, really here to protect mm-hmm. and serve the people mm-hmm. in my country. Mm-hmm. But do the people in the, in the police force actually have that mindset because their training is just so short? Right. right. Do you really, you know, do I, that yeah, maybe that's another solution. Um, asking for more um, training. Yeah, the police can It's like the federal government doesn't answer to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. The federal government has no higher up. So it's like, how to how who's going to police? Who's going to police the police? You know what I'm saying? Who's yeah. going to police the federal government? Who's going who's going to be the person there to dictate and decide like the individual what you're doing money. is wrong? You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like. Individual with the most money, he's gonna call. They're gonna call Um So we do know that negrophobia um, is prevalent, and it has been prevalent. It's gonna to continue to be prevalent until these things um, are eradicated. To we actually, and I, I think we're still struggling with the ideas of what we can do to change it. And I know we were talking about the. Uh, we could talk about the different glorification of you know sort of thug mentality. Uh, we talk about you know the media, what they perpetuate. Uh, the, the 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 images that they want to be seen illustrated uh, as it concerns black males and things like that, which creates this negrophobia. And there's other things that are involved with that, but I wanted to sort of give you all the opportunity to where if you were talking to, um, let's say a cop, a white male, um, what would you want him to to know? Or what would you want like if, if you're speaking to him, based off of all these different things that are that are going on, what would you want to say? To this this cop that you may have never met before, he's never met you. A typical person who would have the opportunity would, of course, go in there and be like, you know what, we're, we're not all the same. Right. We're all different. I won't do this to you, but you got to try not to be biased with you know trying to tell a cop this. You know, there are some people. There, there's going to be some African American male, some African American women. There's going to be, or you know, all races. There's always going to be that person that might be a little more dangerous than the other person, but. It's, it's a hard question to, to answer because, I mean, for myself, I know for a fact that in my head, I would, so, I, I don't know. But also keeping in mind that, as it was illustrated, he's within a system, right? Mm-hmm. And he sees certain, for one, he might be in certain locations or places that are more, um, that are more violent or that get called more and, and his daily experiences may, as if, He's seen these things and it becomes ingrained that, oh, this is just how they are, which is not right. I agree. But so he's seen these statistics. Uh, he may not have had a lot of experiences with black males. So the, so he's relying on what he sees daily and perhaps what he's seen on TV or whatnot. And he wants to get home to his he wants to get home safe to his family. And he sees you. So do you think that could be complex or are you just saying, you know what, I'm not worried about that. That's the job you chose. You should be able to see that we're not all the same. And you, you know what I mean? Because you, you, were, you were asking him to sort of just realize that you're not like everyone else, right? Like, but how can they do that? You know, how can, are they taking a chance? You know what I mean? I feel like it all comes with... No, 
Keep in mind, I don't believe in anything I just said. Right. right? I'm just, I'm just trying to play it. Yeah, of course. Right, yeah. right, right. I believe it all comes with, well, it all can start with conversation. Um, when it, when it's a situation like that, you know, like you, like the picture you painted, he want to get home to his, his children and his wife as well, or whatever the case may be. I want to get home to my family. So, if it's a, you know, he pulls me over, traffic stop, whatever the case may be, maybe I'm on the street and he, you know, we talking or whatever the case may be, it all comes with conversation. I feel like if, if that's the type of officer you are and you, you already don't have bad blood, you're just going, you're, you're going off what maybe your, your colleagues have told you or the things that you see, you know what I'm saying? So, let's, no pun intended with this either, but, Let's go off each other's energy. You know what I'm saying? Let's let let's let's feed off each other's energy. If I come to you in a respectful manner and I and, and you know that you want to go home to your family, let's just go off of this. Let's go off of vibes and all right, sir, you know, thank you so much, whatever, whatever, and, and let's be on our way. Now, when it's it can be flipped on the opposite where there's some that just don't care. Like they, they don't want to hear none of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? They this is what they're here for, and I saw the I saw um a a, a video where they the, the guy interviewed a whole bunch of officers and they're minority officers. So, and they, and they, they say that they self, like we're trained to, if we don't get our quota at the end of the month, if we don't, if, if, if we haven't got our arrests, uh, a set of arrests for the end of the month, these are the people we're targeting. Yeah. Which is mainly us. Right. So it's like, when you have those kinds, like, I guess it's hard for, it's not, maybe it is hard, maybe it's not, but. I never, I'm never the one to try to judge a book office cover, but I know when I get pulled over by an officer, I can already kind of tell what type, of, what type of person he's going to be, yeah. just by the mannerism of him coming to my car and saying whatever the case may be. So I guess feed off of that, in a sense where you know that's how you can approach things. I mean, sometimes it's hard, but you know, and I, I feel like even uh, not even going too much off topic, but it's it even starts here. Where we're sitting at right now. We graduated from here. You know what I'm saying? And you know, there's just one person left. You're about to graduate, what, in, in, in two weeks. We've seen the type of people that they brought in here. The good ones and the bad ones. A lot of us had to deal with the good ones and the bad ones. The so, cops on campus? Yes. Okay. So, I, you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like in the sense where you kind of learn how to how to treat them. You kind of learn how to, how to read them. You kind of learn how to feed off of them because when you're dealing with them in your own safe haven or your own home where you come in to get your education where some of us live, you know what I'm saying? We kind of see the differences in this. And, and this goes back to it being not even just Caucasian officers. It's, it's some African American officers that work here that act just as worse as them. So it's like, you know, um, I guess kind of just feed off of the energy and try to go off of, you know, how you feel fit of how they treat you, even though you, we still want to be respectful with the, you know, the, 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 the when him getting shot, even though he, he did the right protocol, he, you know, he let the officer know I have a, I have a, a weapon and I have a permit for it and this and that. He did everything right, but ended up still losing his life. So it's like, I battle with my mind is like, do we even, do we even follow the rules when it comes to this stuff? Like, if, if he's following the rules and he's not even living anymore, yeah. what sense does it make for me? So, I battled that within a couple of days, but it's like, okay, let, let, let's still follow the rules because we, we already got a strike against us anyway yeah. when we get pulled over. So, 
Let's continue to follow the rules and just kind of feed off of how they act and how they how they work. Let me get out your hearse and you have one and I, I can go home. I'm wondering, would you have an advantage over other black males? And the reason why I say that, mm-hmm. if you look at the cases of the myriad of cases that have happened, right, uh, without police brutality, the majority of the African-American males that have been killed, what else did you notice about them? They had some type of conviction. Some, many, some of them have convictions. What else? Their parents, maybe? Okay. Their parents. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Anything else?